But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Ah, yes, Joe Biden. He's a racist. He didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. He sexually assaulted that lady. You know, who was his staffer on Capitol Hill. It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? Tara Reid, she left the country because she's so afraid of what the Biden White House, the Biden government, the Biden family might do to her, have done to her. But the news media doesn't care. That's uh, that's okay. Joe Biden opened borders, gangs, fatal drug overdoses, more illegal aliens entering the country than there are live births in the United States of America to 330 million Americans. No big deal. Also, did you see a... Um, A Democrat crashed his car in Rochester, New York, into a crowd of people leaving a concert at the Kodak Center there for a little-known band, and about 1,000 people leaving a crazy person. Crazy person crashed his SUV. They always like to point out it's an SUV. Uh, Crashed his car into another car and crashed it into several people as uh, the fans were leaving the Kodak Center. Um... And just extraordinary, a deadly, fiery crash that occurred outside an entertainment venue in upstate New York. Early New Year's Day, that's uh, late on New Year's Eve, being investigated as possible terrorism. Law enforcement sources briefed on the case told ABC Fake News with their Clinton administration official, George Stephanopoulos. The crash happened around 12.50 a.m. as a concert with about 1,000 people in attendance let out of the Kodak Center in Rochester. Now, this is a crazy story. Rochester police officers were assisting with people crossing at pedestrian crosswalks in front of the venue. Uh, That's what they're doing on their New Year's Eve. The police want to defund them and demonize them. The Democrats want to defund them and, and demonize them. When just before a crosswalk, a Ford Explorer heading heading eastbound, hit a Mitsubishi Outlander that was leaving uh, the nearby parking lot. And the force of the crash caused the two vehicles to go through a group of pedestrians at the crosswalk and uh, into two other vehicles. Very high rate of speed indeed. A large fire broke out after the crash, which took firefighters nearly an hour to extinguish. Two people in the Mitsubishi Outlander were killed and the driver was taken to the Rochester General Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Now, numerous pedestrians, including a a, a Rochester police officer, were nearly struck by the vehicle. But here's the crazy thing. The guy uh, apparently crashed into it on purpose, and his vehicle was filled with gas canisters, gas canisters that caused this massive fire, and the vehicle was burnt to a crisp. And everybody says it was obviously deliberate. Everybody that was there, the police, the pedestrians, said it was obviously deliberate. And these gas canisters, why was the vehicle filled with gas canisters? And what is up with this? It is completely crazy. And again, police are looking at it as a possible, at least, terrorist attack. Radical Islamic Jihadi terrorist attack? Democrat Party terrorist attack? What kind of terrorist attack? Because the Democrats also are known for their suicide attacks as well. 
on police, usually uh, Republican members of Congress, uh, suicide attacks, and, and of course the guy that self-immolated on Earth Day at the Supreme Court because they're unwell, aren't they? And that's a crazy story. That's another thing going on in uh, Joe Biden's America. Also, I hope to get to this Beverly Hills 90210 person uh, viciously attacked by a gang of Democrats riding mini bikes in Los Angeles, California. Completely crazy. Crazy stuff out there. You're a Democrat. All right, let's get back to, uh, let's get back to the, the other crazy people. Because, you know, the Democrats, they love Hamas, and they're, they hate the Jews. The Democrats even have Jews hating themselves and wishing that they would be massacred in Israel by radical Islamic jihadi terrorists hell-bent on the genocide of the Jews. And the Democrats, you got Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard University, who is a plagiarist extraordinaire, even more than Joe Biden, it looks like, who is a well-known plagiarist himself. But they love the terrorists because of, you know, DEI and uh, critical race theory, where all white people are racists and oppressors and everybody who's not white is a victim and is oppressed, presumably by white people. Um, honestly, I think, but I, I had a meeting of the patriarchy the other day. I was at a meeting of the patriarchy. The patriarchy is a, a slur that uh, liberals use to describe white men, generally straight white men. And uh, we have uh, secret meetings. You're not invited. And um, at the secret meeting, we were talking about taking away... Um, uh, healthcare and electricity from everybody except us. Because, you know, look, we invented it. You're, you should just be glad you can hang with us. And, uh, you know, we might have to slam the door. Stop providing healthcare. Just everything created by white people and Jewish people. Because, you know, they decided that Jewish people are white enough. Like Asians are white adjacent, Right close enough to being white where you, they can't be oppressed and they can't be oppressed because they, they, they you know, get into Harvard anytime they want and create their own businesses and do their homework and don't shoot people and things like that. You look at crime stats and Asians basically don't show up in crime stats. Have you noticed that? Look at all, they got the like, you know, homicides. Here's black homicides, then Hispanic homicides, then white homicides, and then like, well, one Asian guy was killed, but we're not sure who did it. So that's uh, it's kind of a funny thing. Yeah, but a meeting of the patriarchy the other day, we were talking about taking away like electricity. So you just start behaving, all right? Otherwise, no electricity for you. Great stuff. All right, and because they love the terrorists and hate the Jews and Israel, the Democrat Party. <clears throat> Honestly, if you're black and you're a Democrat, what is wrong with you? If you're Hispanic and you're a Democrat, what is wrong with you? Asians, you don't have to worry. They, they take care of themselves. Um, and, you know, all these, I mean, all, all these uh, categories. And, and if you're Jewish and you, uh, you're a Democrat, what is wrong with you? Are, are you completely unaware of what's going on in the world today? But here is Kabul Kirby. Kabul Kirby is a national security spokesmodel for Joe Biden. And uh, he's our very own Baghdad Bob. Cabal Kirby was on Good Morning America on Sunday. They have a Sunday show now. Very happy to hear that. And, hey, they got this war in Israel because the jihadis attacked the Jews and were, 
you know, cutting their heads off and cutting their breasts out and raping them and murdering them and, and kidnapping them and torturing them. And they still have 130-something hostages, including Americans. And the news media could care less. The American news media is, yeah, hostages, hostages, who cares? You know, you got to break a few eggs the, where the media sees it. So they could care less about the hostages being raped and tortured to death, uh, including Americans. And Kabul Kirby has an idea. This is the, uh, the White House. And they think maybe the terrorists, in, when all is said and done, the terrorists should be put back in charge because then everything will be better. And this is because of critical race theory and diversity, equity, inclusion. The, the oppressed people are the terrorists. And the people being butchered with knives are the, are the cruel victimizers. See, that's the thing. Let's, let's look at uh, all of the Nobel Prizes that have gone to Jews. And let's look at all the Nobel Prizes that have gone to uh, Arab Muslims. Should we do that? All right, I've covered the uh, Arab Muslim thing. All right, now let, uh, let's go. So let's go to Kabul Kirby. Kabul Kirby on uh, Good Morning America on Sunday. We won't believe that a reoccupation uh, of Gaza is the right uh, thing to do for the or for the people of Gaza. And the president's been very clear. We don't support any reoccupation uh, of Gaza. Reoccupation. What we do support is some sort of post-conflict governance in Gaza that meets the aspirations of the Palestinian people. And we believe that a reformed and revamped Palestinian authority is probably the best way to get at that. Yeah, because, um, yeah, the problem is the Jews, you see, and a post-conflict where the Palestinian Authority, the PA, the Palestinian, and the no reoccupation. Well, how about if they're driven into the sea? How about from the Gaza to the sea? Should we be chanting that? How about if Egypt takes their, their Muslim brothers, their Arab brothers? How, how about if Jordan and Syria uh, split them up and uh, take them? It's uh, fewer than 2 million people. Then, you know, you, you've got, you, they had self-governance. That... 25 miles of Mediterranean seafront property, 141 miles of dirt plus the West Bank. But pay no attention to that. And that's, that's the Biden Democrats. Well, no reoccupation of Gaza. Well, self-governance has uh, played out. How did that go? An Israeli government spokesman, Avi Hyman, was asked to respond to Kabul Kirby uh, and his claim that you know, the Palestinian Authority revamped, see, so to accommodate the aspirations of the Palestinian people. The primary aspiration of the Palestinian people is to exterminate the Jewish people from the earth, and certainly in Israel, from the river to the sea. That is their aspiration. Uh, Avi Hyman, uh, speaking for the Israeli government. We know who the Palestinian Authority are. We know that the Palestinian Authority teaches their children to hate Israelis and to want to kill Israelis. We know that it's run by uh, their president, who wrote his PhD thesis on denial of the Holocaust, who still to this day has not condemned the October 7th massacre, and still to this day um, believes that the, much of the, what happened on October 7th didn't actually happen. They have denied okay. it publicly. Yeah, other than that, being a Holocaust denier, uh, not acknowledging October 7th, um, um, his, his PhD, he's got a PhD in denying the Holocaust. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, and uh, the Biden administration is in bed with him because the Biden administration represents the left. 
and Mahmoud Abbas, uh, you know, I mean, uh, that, 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 um, he, um, he's not one of the good guys, but there's a, let's, let's reestablish the, uh, status quo ante as before October 7th and put the butchers in charge. Also, there's a university in the West Bank run by Palestinians. They take polls of the Palestinian people found, I think, 65% of the people of Gaza would reelect Hamas to be their political leadership. But here in the United States, uh, people that call themselves liberals have become pro-terror, pro-terrorist. Um, let's see, which brings us to New York City. In New York City over the weekend, the left was out there in the street screaming and ranting and raving and breaking things and threatening people and being violent. And, and uh, of course, you know, the, apparently the, uh, the Palestinian people with uh, their ocean, well, Mediterranean seafront property and their own elections and their own economy uh, and self-determination, uh, they're, they're the colonized, as I understand it. The people are colonized! The people are They just repeat whatever they hear. They are glassy-eyed moron zombies. They should be blasted to the ground with fire hoses. You're all individuals! Yes, we're all individuals! You're all different! Yes, we're all different! You're a standard Democrat Party stuff. Now let's go to number 10 because they were also chanting, in Yemen, the Houthi rebels who are gargling in the blood of babies and attacking commercial shipping uh, look and go through the Suez Canal. Uh, and the United States Navy sank three Houthi boats over the weekend because they're attacking shipping. And now Iran has moved a warship into the Red Sea uh, because they're picking a fight because they know Biden is a jellyfish. But here they are chanting pro-Houthi rebel chants. Yemen, Yemen, make us proud! Yemen, Yemen, make us proud! Turn another ship around! Turn So the terrorists are attacking ships, and the Democrats are chanting in favor of them. Now, also, Mayor Muriel Bowser had a uh, 5K run yesterday out of Freedom Plaza in Washington, D.C., and Democrats showed up to support radical Islamic jihadi terrorists. Mayor, we need a ceasefire. Please propose a ceasefire resolution. Money should be going to D.C. residents, not to the war machine. Get away from me. Get away from me. There's the mayor. We need a ceasefire resolution in D.C. Tax money should be going to the poor, not to the war machine. Our taxes should be going to the poor, not to the war machine. We're cutting SNAP benefits. Get away from me. Get away from my daughter. Apparently she bought a baby in a stroller or something. Get away from me. The mayor of Washington, D.C., lunatics. The Democrats have organized and unionized the mentally ill. It's their base. Get away from me.
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Ah, yes. Democrats attacking the mayor of Washington, D.C. yesterday during a 5K run, pushing a baby stroller with someone's baby in it, and we can't figure out who's in. <laughs> uh, let's grab a, a phone call. Let's go to Jerry calling from Richmond, Virginia. Geraldo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Thanks. Been a big fan for a lot of years. Um, you've always inspired me to try to think what uh, crazy idea Democrats might come up with next. And um, I looked at the looking at the Constitution, the 22nd Amendment states that or begins, no person shall be elected to the office of the president more than twice. So I'm wondering if all the details on the fraud of 2020 are going to come out in uh, December, January, and that will be the basis for the challenge from the Democrats. Or if it'll just, uh, 2020, it'll just simply be um, a Jeopardy question down the road. <laughs> well, these are, these are valid questions. You're, uh, you're right to ponder these possibilities because the Democrats have been known to just do a 180, uh, to turn on a dime, reverse everything they've been saying for years, and then act like, oh, no, this is what they've been saying all along, right? Uh, that's what they do. That's what they do. It's a, no, no, this is, we, never, we never said uh, any diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's not us. The critical race theory, we don't know. Uh, transgender children, we never, we never said that. The open borders, we're not open borders, people. We're, we control the border better than anybody. We've stopped oil production, more oil production than any time in the history of this country or any other country, producing the opposite. Um, Jerry, I think you're on to them. Let's continue to be on to them. Bomb, 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 bomb. Now, President Trump and his attorneys plan on, we are told today, challenging the uh, lunatics in the state of Maine, such a beautiful state, and the state of Colorado, another beautiful state who are trying to have President Trump taken off of the Republican primary ballots in an effort to deny him the presidency and these radical hacks, uh, as they're known by their parents and and everybody else. Uh, They've got these crazy harebrained ideas, and and they're going to keep Trump up because they don't like him. They didn't vote for him. They've got a thimble full of power. They're going to abuse it. Uh, Hopefully they won't you know, crash an explosive-laden SUV into a crowd of people like some other Democrats. Apparently now the New York Post says they've, and that the guy that crashed his vehicle filled with gasoline containers into a crowd of people murdering two people in Rochester, New York, 
apparently left a suicide note, and he's just uh, mentally ill and not a radical Islamic terrorist or a left-wing political terrorist, according to the latest version of the events there. But paying no attention to that now. Um, let's, I wanted to update you since I saw the update. Let's go to, uh, let's go to the, the madness of uh, these, these, these Democrats who want to keep President Trump off of the ballot, uh, forcing President Trump to take them to court. And, and by the way, I, I learned something about this Secretary of State that I want to share with you in, in Maine, which is kind of interesting. Um, I thought, and I will, uh, I will share it with you, um, crazy. Even CNN was forced to say, well, hey, wait a minute, this is kind of something strange going on here. And they didn't want to. What's her name, Sheena or Shenna? You think it's Shenna or Sheena? I think S-H-E-N-N-A would be pronounced Shenna, uh, but she might go with Shenna, probably can't pronounce her own name. Her parents, too. Now, radical left-wing extremist and uh, Obama administration official, David Axelrod. You know, I was talking a little while ago about all the Democrats that go from the Democrat Party to journalism, right? Like George Stephanopoulos and Chunk Todd and uh, the list is long, and uh, Jim Shuto and Jake Tapper, all Democrat political apparatchiks, and then suddenly they're journalists. It's an amazing thing. Well, David Axelrod is the opposite. He was a, um, a journalist who then went into Democrat Party politics. He's a Democrat from Chicago, which is maybe the most corrupt Democrat machine in the country and in the history of the country, possibly, although there's a lot of competition for that. David Axelrod is now a uh, Politico, former journalist, and he was on CNN over the weekend talking about these Democrats trying to take Donald Trump off of the ballot, and the Supreme Court will get to it when the Supreme Court gets to it. They don't just, oh, hey, there's something. We should run over there and do that. And you got these radical left-wingers saying, oh, uh, um, Clarence Thomas should recuse himself from any decision because he knew somebody and uh, who uh, liked Trump or you know something there the democrat party is is quite out of its mind david axelrod on cnn over the weekend presumably the supreme court will deal with it uh fairly quickly and i expect that they will leave him on the ballot i do think it would rip the country apart if he That's were all. Uh, actually prevented from running because tens of millions of people uh, want to vote for him. I think if you're going to beat Donald Trump, you're going to probably have to do it at the polls. Probably. You know, probably is the most important word there, I think. Probably. We're going to, by hook or by crook, by any means necessary, we're going to try everything we can to deny President Trump and uh, 100 million Americans the opportunity to vote for him. But pay no attention to any of that because... Just amazing, amazing people they are. And he's, well, you know, the Supreme Court will undoubtedly, because it's obviously all entirely illegal and unconstitutional, but but never mind any of that. And they'll probably have to, you know, I am telling you, your Democrat Party. Um, yeah, Supreme Court, they'll make fast work of this. Yeah, Trump off the bat. It'll tear the country apart. Excuse me, rip the country apart. 
Don't want to misquote him. Rip the country apart. Talking to my friend Jeff over the weekend. And uh, we're going back and forth. He's saying, you know, the Democrat Party, um, if they can't control an institution, the Supreme Court made me think of this as we were going along here. If the left, the Democrat Party, if they can't control an institution or a person or an organization, uh, a politician, what they do is they, they seek to delegitimize that institution or that person, to destroy that person or institution. Whether it's an organization, a politician, the Supreme Court, Clarence Thomas, Elon Musk. Elon Musk bought Twitter. And the Democrats, they use that to manipulate public opinion dishonestly and corruptly. And when Elon Musk, who is an African-American, he's from South Africa, and he bought that and took it from them, they're still trying to destroy him, delegitimize him. Now, it was, you may remember the racist Joe Biden that launched the racist attack on Clarence Thomas during his confirmation hearing decades ago. And they're still smearing and trying to delegitimize, trying to destroy Clarence Thomas because they're fanatics and they're racists and they're the Klan and the Confederacy. They do the same thing to Donald Trump, to Donald Trump's supporters, to Donald Trump's family. The, the Tea Party, remember they used the IRS against the Tea Party, which they should all have gone to prison for, but didn't. Doesn't matter. You got Parler, Twitter. You got to delegitimize anything that you don't control. They're the left. They're not liberals. They're incapable of getting along with anybody else. They're, they're not interested in getting along with anybody else. They're interested in dominating everybody else because they're not liberals. They're the left. Anyone they disagree with must be delegitimized, must be demonized, must be destroyed. A religion. Of course, they're fine with radical Islam, aren't they? And uh, it's true, government is their religion. It's, uh, it's true. And yeah, Jeff and I going back and forth on this over the weekend, and I say, hey, you know, that's, uh, that's good stuff there. If they can't control it, if they can't dominate it, whether it's an institution, uh, an organization, an industry, then they will do everything they can to delegitimize, to destroy, to smear, to slander the individual, the organization, because they're the left. And the Supreme Court is on their list because they don't dominate the Supreme Court anymore. They did for decades, and now they don't. And that's all Harry Reid's fault and the Democrats' fault because they're so corrupt. And then their own corruption led to their being hoist on their own petard. And now... They all look like a bunch of petards. They're, you know, they, they're petarded. That's, that's the thing about them. And Axelrod said, well, listen, the Supreme Court will make fast work of this, obviously, because it's blatantly and shamelessly corrupt and illegal, and it'll rip the country apart, he says. All right. Now let's go to the Colorado Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold. Is she married to Clark Griswold? Does she plug in the Christmas lights out in front of the house? Jenna Griswold is a radical extremist leftist who is being fluffed, getting a tongue bath on CNN on a show called The Situation Room, which they named after a government room in the White House where they have secret talks because they're all wannabe somethings. And uh, here's the radical left-wing Democrat Secretary of State in Colorado, Jenna Griswold, who was the first one to jump in and say, oh, insurrection, insurrection, I'm going to take President Trump off the ballot. And uh, they couldn't be more corrupt 
if they set out to be more corrupt. Jenna Griswold. We have expected an appeal from the former president and hope that the court acts with urgency. I certify the names onto the ballot uh, for the presidential primary this Friday. Uh, and so we, we do hope that the court understands that presidential primaries are rapidly approaching and gives us a definitive answer whether or not the former president is disqualified from the ballot. We are only here because Donald Trump incited the insurrection. He has created the situation for himself. He incited the insurrection. Was there an insurrection? Was there a dust-up? Was there a little riot? What about the three days attacking the White House? by the left, setting St. John's Church on fire, uh, attacking the Reagan Center building down there, uh, forcing the evacuation of the president by the Secret Service from the president's residence to the nuclear bunker beneath the White House, the 160 or 180 federal law enforcement injured by the Democrats rioting for three days in Lafayette Park and uh, burning everything they could burn uh, was that uh, was anybody arrested? Was anybody charged? The answer is no. Filthy third world banana republic corruption. And uh, Jenna Griswold is not a smart woman. Nobody's ever accused her of being a smart woman. But uh, she may not be as dumb as the Secretary of State of Maine. Secretary of State of Maine, such a beautiful state and such a terrible. I got to tell you, I, I think, you know, these are the new breakaway states. These are the new Confederate states. As the Democrat states started breaking away, starting with South Carolina and, you know, 1861, uh, the Democrat states are breaking away again. Uh, you think, Michael, in the end, they're going to want slavery back because you know how they loved slavery, the Democrats. So here's the main secretary of state uh, whose name is Shenna Bellows since it's S-H-E-N-N-A, really can't be Sheena. Isn't that like a princess warrior or something, Sheena? Is that what it is? Uh, but uh, I'm going to go with Shenna because that's why it's spelled, and I speak English maybe better than her parents. Maine Secretary of State, Shenna Bellas. And let me, um, um, let me, let me before you listen to this, I want to tell you this because it's true. She's not a lawyer. She's the Secretary of State of the state of Maine, She is not an elected official. She is appointed by the state legislature. They hold a vote in the state legislature, but that's it. When she's picked, she's a radical left-wing extremist, not very bright, not an attorney, not a lawyer, not a lawyer, didn't go to law school. And uh, here is the Secretary of State of Maine. I reviewed Section 3 of the 14th Amendment very carefully. She reviewed it carefully. And determined that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment does not say conviction. It says engage. And the weight of evidence that I reviewed indicated uh, that it was, in fact, an insurrection. And Mr. Trump engaged in that insurrection under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. All right. Uh, Maybe you should go to law school and get back to us in three years, dimwit. She should be waiting tables and probably wouldn't be very good at it. The, uh, honestly, uh, even there's this uh, left-wing Democrat Party mouthpiece um, who is a former U.S. attorney, Ellie Honig, and he's a CNN bootlick, uh, and he was talking about, uh, oh, you have that? I can't believe that. Okay, and here's Ellie Honig talking about the uh, Shenna, the teenage witch bellows, uh, the Secretary of State of Maine. They heard from one fact witness, a law professor. She based her ruling on a lot of documents, but also YouTube clips, 
news reports, things that would never pass the bar in normal court. She's not a lawyer, by the way. It's a she's not a lawyer, by the way. By the way, she's not a lawyer. She watched YouTube videos. And they're pals. You know, they all go on vacation together. Hot tub. They, uh, <laughs> circle fest at a hot tub. And uh, by the way, uh, law professor Jonathan Turley, one of the leading legal authorities in, uh, in America today and certainly in American media, said, well, and he is a lawyer. He did go to law school. Uh, it's not an insurrection. Uh, it wasn't an insurrection. He wasn't charged with insurrection. It doesn't qualify as insurrection. But let's have the, you know, the Stuckey's uh, waitress uh, make a determination in the state of Maine. There's laws governing uh, insurrection and incitement. And notably, laws. Trump was not charged with that. You had a very motivated special counsel in Jack Smith who hit Trump with anything he could, but he conspicuously left out incitement, insurrection, sedition, because he couldn't prove it, because the evidence is not there. Yeah, because the evidence is not there. Isn't that fascinating? Extraordinary. I, there's one other soundbite I want to get. Uh, but that's, you know, this. so this uh, woman, the Secretary of State of uh, Maine, uh, she watched YouTube videos and then came back and said, oh, yeah, it's an insurrection. Uh, you can only imagine she watched like Sink Uyghur on uh, YouTube. And now she's pretending to be a legal authority and she's Secretary of State because Democrats were being run by, our government is being run by dangerous morons. Speaking of which, the next generation, Gen Z, let's go to number 22. This is kind of amazing. Um, Gen Z, Gen Z, they're, you know, uh, uh, old enough to know better, but they still don't. Uh, And Gen Z people talk about how they don't, they show up to work on Monday and on Friday, but they don't really do a full day's work because it's Monday and Friday. And they really don't like this nine to five thing. So they're not going to be working. This is the future of America. I came up with this thing for myself called Bare Minimum Monday that I've been doing for the past several weeks. A lazy girl job is something that you can basically quiet quit. The nine to five schedule in general is crazy. Yeah, Bare Minimum Monday. It's a movement. You show up, but you don't really work. And this whole nine to five thing, I'm really not doing that. And and uh, and you, you get a job where you, you, you what, what do they call it? Quiet quit, where you, you just, where you just show up, but you don't do anything. You do as little as possible. If you have employees that are Gen Z, you give them a quiz maybe. And if you have any employees that went to Harvard, you should fire them now just to be on the safe side. They, they might have joined the jihad, might have joined the jihad already. Yeah, but this Gen Z thing, and they're posting videos of themselves where their bosses can see them. Sure. Yeah, uh, Bill Clinton to be named this week in the Jeffrey Epstein documents. He's the new client number nine. I'm going to try to get to that too. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Yeah. Um, it depended on the legal definition of sexual relations as defined by Bill Clinton's lawyers so as to exclude a whole range of things that ordinary people might consider to be sexual relations. And now Bill Clinton is one of the names mentioned in Jeffrey Epstein documents. 
Bill Clinton to be unmasked as John Doe 36 and identified more than 50 times (laughs) in Jeffrey Epstein document dump because Democrat and uh, sexual perversion go together like carrots and peas, don't they? Bill Clinton identified as John Doe 36 among 170 names to be revealed in Jeffrey Epstein files, which I think is a good thing and and a lot of fun. Have you seen the uh, the photograph of you know Ghislaine Maxwell? Is that how you pronounce it, Michael? Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, who was uh, Jeffrey Epstein's child pimp, right? And apparently they also had uh, well, they didn't have sexual relations. Or they did. But uh, here's the picture of Ghislaine Maxwell uh, at Chelsea Clinton's wedding with Bill Clinton walking her down the aisle. Can met poor Chelsea, the humiliations that she has suffered being walked down the aisle by Bill Clinton. What a disgrace is that? There's an interest. She was, did you see at her wedding, she wore a blue dress. She, <laughs> she didn't really wear a blue dress. She wore a white dress just for irony, I guess. <laughs> But right behind uh, uh, Chelsea while being marched down the aisle by the sex offender Bill Clinton, um, and there's Jelaine Maxwell standing right behind them with a big smile and the wedding party. And I assume Jake Tapper was there. He had to be there, right? Because he used to work as a Democrat on Capitol Hill for the mother of the groom, the mother of the groom. The father of the groom, gone to, he had gone to prison. He went to prison because he was a— a uh, member of Congress, too, and he was very corrupt, and he got caught, and he went to prison. It's a Clinton family Christmas. Wonder whose stockings they hang from the mantle. They have any, you know, like the Bidens? I don't know. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.